Philoli. I didn't know what it was either, but I do now, and you will too, in a few minutes. So welcome to 2023, y'all. It's a whole new year. Things are a little different. There's new intros and outros, finally. And we let you know what 2023 is the year of. Because it's a year of something. Sort of. Let's just get to it. But first, enjoy the new intro theme. Welcome to Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique. We may be awful, but But we're we're right. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. Oh my God. Yes, and it is what it is. The 30th as we were recording this. But it is Friday the 13th, if you're listening on the day it goes out. Yep. (laughs) Happy Friday the 13th, everyone. It's the perfect day to start a new year. Oh, God. So, yeah. So, um, we are back after the first break that we have ever taken. Yep. As a show since 2016, which a lot of uh, other shows that we know are shocked that this is the first time we've ever done that. Because other shows take breaks all the time. Yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, I went on hiatus for that couple months. Yeah, but I didn't. But yeah, but the show kept going. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I just kept. I just kept on making shows. You know, either by myself or brought on other guests. Or, you know, we didn't. We didn't miss. We didn't miss a show. And I and enjoyed the shows that you did during that time. Did it feel you know, weird? I was like, shit. She doesn't need me. <laughs> <laughs> There, there, it was kind of, it was kind of weird that period because there, there's certain aspects of being the only person, like only having myself to worry about Mm -hmm. and not having to coordinate with another person. There is aspects of that that does make that part easier. Yeah. But having to come up with all of it myself is a whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I don't, I don't recommend that. Uh, not full time. But yeah, so uh, part of part of taking that break, well, there was just so many reasons to do that. But part of that was because this year uh, is going to be different in a couple of ways than past years have been. And starting it off by having a little rest first was kind of the best way to do that because this year we are in general sort of going to be kinder to ourselves. And I know this doesn't sound possible, but we're going to be a little more chill. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to try to just kind of uh, not make things harder on ourselves than we have to. And part of that is by, well, okay. So we, we ended the year of the saints on the Christmas episode. Now the year before that was the year of self care. And before that was the year of woo. The year woo and, before, yes. and before that was the year of the vagina, yes. which was the thing that kicked off that whole year of thing, which at the time did not intend 
for year of the vagina to cause us to have the year of thing, but it just sort of became a thing. This year isn't really the year of anything. This year is the year of us not having a year of. Yeah, it's the year of Pitney and Amelia. <laughs> it's the year <laughs> of us being just kind of relaxing. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that we aren't going to have um a regular segment in every episode. It's just that it's not going to be a big pre-planned, you know, researched, prepared ahead of time yeah. thing. It's just going to be, uh, well, we're, we're not going to do it yet. We're going to do it a little later. Yeah. But it's something that we're going to do kind of live during the episodes, which is going to be a little different. But it's good because we get to do it together, which is not something that we really did. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, occasionally we would do one together in the past when when the time when it called for it like during the year of woo sometimes we would do woo things together but you know we did one vagina segment together the time that i made you tell the story about the one time you saw a vagina oh god yes the throbbing thumb the throbbing thumb yeah <laughs> but you know things like that anyway but um but first uh I, we're going to kind of talk about the fact that we haven't that we kind of took a month off sort of kind of so the holidays happened yes and they we did. both we both uh had holidays and we're we both had sort of fun times and family times and pet times and uh so oh i had a yeah. fabulous actually holiday season you remember in the Thanksgiving episode, I talked about, you know, the whole nightmare of last Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which was related to my weird thankful this year. Go back and listen right. to it. You yeah. know, we're not going to rehash that now. But this year, because last year was such a shit show, I had decided that I nobody was coming over. I'm not inviting anybody. There's going to be no visits. There's going to be no fucking nothing. Yeah. And there I was thought, barely even decorations. Yeah. You, you guys barely did anything. Oh, God, I didn't do nothing. And I talked to my mom about it, and she was surprisingly totally on board. And we decided to do a really weird, not traditional thing. And it was great. And our Christmas was spread out over about two weeks. And we went to a Celtic Christmas concert. We toured a big, fancy mansion south of San Francisco. Which I'd never even heard of. Oh, yes. Yeah, you sent me a picture, and I'm like, where the hell are you? Yeah, the <laughs> Filoli house. Or, I'm sorry, it's pronounced Filoli. I'm sorry, Filoli. Filoli. And the interesting thing that I didn't know, I assumed it was the person's name. Oh, it's not? But it's not the person's name. The family, I can't even remember. Isn't this terrible? I can't remember the guy's name. Look it up. But Philoli, the name of the house, is based upon this man's personal motto in life. Fight for a just cause. Okay. Love your neighbors. Okay. 
And oh my god, my mind totally went like on the last one, and I know it as well, well as L-I. I know your name. Oh my god, isn't that terrible? We're gonna have to edit is this. Is it live something? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it, fight, love, live. Live your best life. So it's the live, love, laugh, but it's better. Yeah. And this was like in the 1920s. And it was really inspiring, actually. Like, I mean, I'm not going to talk about the Filoli Mansion and the great, other other than it's fabulous, right? It's fabulous. Okay. But um, I was inspired by all the information reading about this guy and seeing all these pictures. He made his money from, you know, gold mines. And. Okay. Uh, you would just think he was just some old school asshole slave driver. Okay. But no, he was like this really, really interesting, cool man who was really good to his workers and really charitable and really like I, I, I it was just very inspiring. Cool. And the house was. Fucking amazing, and it's from people lived there from the early twenties all the way till nineteen seventy five. That doesn't seem like a very long time. Though. Yeah, yeah, but the people that owned it, they got old, couldn't deal with it, and so they gave it to the state to preserve wow. it and the gardens with an endowment to keep it going. Okay. And the cool thing about it is. Everything in the house, architecturally and design-wise, there's stuff indicative of all the periods that it was functioning. Like, okay, the fam. There was two kitchens, right? This is the only thing I'm going to say about the house. There was two kitchens. One was the kitchen that the chefs used for okay. their, the all high end, you know, blah 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 blah. That doesn't even matter. Okay. The one that the family used. Completely intact. Early 60s. Cute. Turquoise and gray checkerboard tile. Oh my god. That's so me. Baby blue enamel cabinets. <laughs> 1960s General Electric. <gasps> matching dishwasher. The big giant drawer. Oh, my God. So the family kitchen was, like, my dream kitchen, right? Totally. Oh, my God. But the rest of it was, like, you know, big, typical mansion stuff. Ballrooms and yada, what you would think, right? right? And when I went there, each individual room was decorated all Christmas based on the period that the furnishings in the room were. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I like that. It was awesome. Anyway, so we did that. And then, like I said, we went to a Celtic Christmas concert, that which Mom loved. Right. And we went, and then Christmas Day, we went to Golden Gate Park, and we went to the big natural history museum in Golden Gate Park. Yes. Which Mom yes. loved. Which Mom loved. Totally so not cute. traditional. And then no. we went and had Chinese food for dinner. What? That is so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. And then a couple nights ago, this is the last of our events. Thank God, because I really enjoyed it. But I really, really need some time off. Right. AKA, we're recording this Friday. 
12.30. Tomorrow, the next two days, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, I am not leaving my house. I am oh, yeah. not leaving the couch. I am going to be on the couch with the dog with the, X, with the Xbox controller the whole time. That's Excellent. what I'm doing. But last night, we went to the Champions of Magic show, which is this <laughs> big touring thing, apparently, from England. Okay. Really, really cool. I love magic shows. So that's what I did. And, oh, I just got to tell you, like, my mom has delighted me for the last two things. Because even, you know, she is like a little kid sometimes, even though she's like an old lady. Right. She was so excited by the magic show. She was literally screaming and going, hee, 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 woo, woo. <laughs> And then at the Natural History Museum, she would spend an inordinate amount of time at each, like, terrarium. She was going to find that snake or find that lizard or find that poison frog. (laughs) And she'd be so excited when she found it. That's so cute. And it was delightful. So I had a fabulous time. Oh, my God. And no... Bitchy old friends coming to visit. No bullshit. It was yeah. just us having fun. That's awesome. And it was fabulous. Oh, God. I, I wish... Um, I mean, ours, ours wasn't terrible, but we did have... Well, you know, most of the country had a horrible, horrible Arctic... Yeah, you know, cold snap thing. We had during, like, so Christmas Eve was that Saturday. Um, Thursday night was when it hit in Texas, and um, so that was when uh, that was when the temperature got down to like sixteen degrees and I think Friday Ugh. morning was when the wind chill was like negative three. Um Yeah girl, yeah no. <laughs> yeah. I mean everything at my house was fine. I mean, you know, my house was fine. My dad's house and my in laws uh both were without water. So now my in laws they lost power. And they were without water because they have a well and their well pump is electric. So when they lose power in the winter, their well pump freezes. So when their power finally comes back on, now their pump, their power was going off and on that whole first night. And then eventually it, uh, when it, when it, eventually it, it was off for like a day and a half. Now, of course, great fun to have no power uh when it's that fucking cold but knowing that when the when it does come back on that you're going to have burst pipes at your well because yeah. it's because your well is frozen solid uh that's that's good news yeah and of course that it's going to be happening on christmas that's great that's good fun uh they did finally get their power back on like late christmas eve so that was good. And by then, um, by Christmas, uh, his mom 
had a horrible sinus infection and was really sick. Uh, yeah, so, you know, it's always fun when old people are sick. But uh, my dad, uh, a pipe, because uh, it's like his water heater and his water softener are in his garage. Yeah. And he is one of those people that keeps his garage open. You know, the number one thing you don't do when it's fucking freezing is keep your garage open. And I don't even understand that because that's an open invitation to crime. Oh, I mean, you know. Just walk into the garage and open that back door, you know. Because all of those doors are open too. I mean, my, you know, yeah, it's like I, it's that, that, like, that oh, there are I don't doors. Understand. I mean, you know, I am not gonna, I am not gonna say, you know, where that is, but, you know, we're talking about a house that, that there are doors that are not locked even when they're not home. I know, and it ain't like, you know, small it's town insanity. 1930 where everybody knows each other. Give me a break. You can't yeah. do that shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it, it wasn't even that when they moved there. But, you know, it's really, really weird. But, yeah, so uh, so frozen. And so the day before Christmas, it was frozen. Christmas Eve, when I got there, it was still frozen. It managed to unfreeze while I was there. I mean, I literally brought a hairdryer. We had, we had space heaters surrounding the water softener and water heater in the garage. Um, I sort of built a little tented area around it using like, like tools and like a, like a big heavy, um, dolly and some tarps and things to kind of create a little space to trap air as best I could. I mean, the the garage door was shut at that time, but, you know, trying to heat an entire garage with a space heater isn't going to work, so I had to create a smaller area. Um, eventually, and I was trying to hit it with the with the hairdryer, but using the hairdryer caused a fuse to blow, because that's what happens when you use a oh, hairdryer. Oh, no. <laughs> There's nothing like turning a hairdryer on high and blowing a fuse when you're trying to, you know... It made the TV go off. That was tragic for a minute. Oh, I can imagine. Oh my god, it was so funny. It's like, nope, we're gonna we're fixing it. We're fixing it, Dad. It's fine. So, um, anyway, uh, so eventually got the water back on. Thank God, long enough to get to get dishes rinsed off and in the dishwasher and run the dishwasher because that was like two days worth of dishes. Yeah, that we couldn't wash because we had no water. And, yeah, I mean, it was hard to flush toilets. I mean, we had, we had been collecting, like, neighbors had been filling gallon jugs of water so that we could have, like, bottles of water in the bathrooms to flush toilets and things. Um, and we had brought over drinking water and things. And I, I was cooking soup. I was cooking gallons of soup. How are you going to do that without water? Oh, and that soup I made was so goddamn good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Beef vegetable soup. It took me two days to make it. It was so goddamn good. I'm really good at soup. Well, see, you need to a, set, you ship me. It was some. at least thirty <laughs> cloves of garlic in that soup. I will tell you that right now. That soup was great. Um, but when the temperature on Christmas Eve in the middle of the afternoon came above freezing, all of a sudden water started to spew from the back of the house oh. because a pipe, the back faucet, the pipe on the back faucet uh-huh. had had sprung a leak and we actually got a plumber to come out like very quickly like we were i when they came out i was like were we the first people that called see you? that's amazing because i cannot believe you're here and and the, the guy that was with him was like 
yeah, the phone started ringing about every 10 minutes once mm-hmm. the temperature went up. And I was like, well, yeah, I kind of figured because there's pipes burst all over the place. But we, you know, gave them like half, more than half of the money in cash because we had it. You know, we sort of pooled all of our cash together to make, because it was Christmas and it's like, you know, I don't know if the bank is closed, but it's like, here's some cash and here's the rest on a check because you came here so quickly. And uh, it was, it was okay. I got along with my sister okay. And then my other sister came the next day and I didn't have to be there and that was fine. Uh, but, you know, there was just a lot of um, families not getting together. We the, the next day it was like all these people are sick. And it was like instead of gathering and forcing sick people to be around each other just because it's Christmas, my husband and I just drove from house to house. Yeah delivering food and presents and things and just making deliveries and like texting. Okay. We're leaving, we're leaving uh place a and going to place B now be ready to be ready for transfers and just going as fast as we could. And then we got home and we spent the entire rest of the day, you know, eating sausage and cheese. We've, I mean, I've had so much sausage and cheese oh, in the that last week. Fabulous. Just summer sausage and cheese and crackers and candy and cookies. I, I, oh my God, I don't even, I've been wearing nothing but stretchy pants. <laughs> and just watching, watching so many movies. And it's just been, it's been good. It's been really good. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to go back to work next week. I really don't. Oh, but, well, I know. You're so lucky you got to take a week off. I'm just excited. I have two days off this weekend, so. I know. And I it's mean, New Year's weekend, and everybody at work, you know, is just, like, way so much fucking younger than me, right? What are you doing? Are you going to a party? What are oh, you doing fuck, for New Year's? No. And I'm like, I am staying home with the dog. Oh God! I mean, I I don't even literally. I, I don't like, even. I try yeah. not to stay up past ten if I can help it. Like what I just said, I am staying home with yeah. the dog and playing the Xbox all weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah. And in fact, I have every oh, intention of calling your husband and trying to entice him into doing a little online with me, but. Um, that he... doesn't seem to go over well anymore because we don't like playing the same games. <laughs> I honestly don't know what he's playing right now. He actually hasn't been playing as much this week as I would have thought. He's been he's been just watching a lot of he's been watching a lot of YouTube videos. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, oh, we well, watched... that's him though. That's his thing. I know, but we we've you know we watched we watched the the new Knives Out movie. And uh, we've been watching a lot of people's uh, assessments of the new Knives Out movie, and people being like, "Oh, here's the twenty things you missed in the in the in the awesome new Knives Out movie." And it's like, "What makes you think? What makes you think I didn't notice that?" <laughs> you know, it's like we watched it a sec. We watched it a second time almost immediately after watching it the first time. We noticed shit. I, I watched it a second time for the fir- for the purpose of noticing shit. Anyway, but so you yeah, guys, so. you know, you guys are so current, and I'm so not. I mean, we we try. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that I still have movies on my list that I haven't watched yet. In fact, I'm going to be watching movies tonight. 
That's my yeah, but I'm going to tell you how not current I am. I, I mean, watched... I know how not current you are. Yeah. You haven't seen... You don't even have Disney Plus yet. You haven't seen the, yeah. the, Marvel, the Marvel TV shows. You haven't seen any of it. No. And, you know, I have watched the first three Thor movies over and over and over. I've never seen Love and Thunder. It's great. I actually bought it. I think you would love it. I think you would fucking love it. A month ago. Good. And it's still sitting there unopened. I think you would love it. I, this weekend, I'm going to watch it. Because I know I'm going to love it. You're fucking going to, you're going to Because I love love Thor. I love my Thor, and I especially love my Thor when he cut that hair. I know. (laughs) I know. Anyway. There, there are people, and, and and you're gonna love it, especially because there are people who think they have the right to say it wasn't any good, and that, and that when Taika Waititi makes Thor movies, that they suck, and it's like, well, that automatically means it's great. Because oh, do, do, oh Lord, speaking, I didn't even. Re- oh, do people not like this one? What, whatever. Oh well, there are people who didn't like Ragnarok either, and those people are wrong. Oh, absolutely wrong, because it's the best one. It's the fucking, it's one of the greatest movies yeah, I've ever seen in my life. One. It's like it's it's just a great movie, period. It's like it's fucking excellent. Oh it's speaking of it, this just reminds me of something, and then we can move on. Then we yes. can move on. But I just gotta tell you this because it will amuse you. Me being who I am. Mm-hmm. And love if anything gets bad reviews, I wanna see it. Uh-huh. If any, if anything says, oh, it has bad writing and bad acting, even if I haven't seen it, I hate the critic and love the movie or the show, right? right. Because that's mm-hmm. me. So let me tell you, I'm a big fan of The Witcher, the uh-huh. video games. Right. I'm not going to lie. I've never read the books that they're based on because I don't care. Um, but anyway... The Witcher on Netflix, the original series, huge hit, right? Big fucking thing. Right. I watched the first two episodes and I was so fucking bored. I stopped watching it because I completely did not give a shit, even though I played the Witcher 3 video game all the way through three times, right? Okay. So this new Netflix has a new Witcher series, right? Okay. I was like, I, I don't care. I'm not going to watch. I didn't know they watch. had a new Yeah, series. there's a new one that just started. I don't care. Oh, I'm not going to okay. watch it. But then, the fans hate it. The critics hate it. Oh, wait. It has, maybe I do hear it. Is it because Henry Cavill isn't in it? Yes. Is that why I've heard about it? Okay. There's historically low, you know, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, right percentages on it so that made me be like "Ooh, i'm gonna watch this and i can't wait so that's one thing i'm doing no i that's one thing i'm doing this weekend is i'm watching that and i know i'm gonna love it because probably i'm sorry if critics say it's bad you know it's good and if it says bad writing you know it's good well you know and and Half the time, well, I mean, I have no opinion about The Witcher, because, like, until you told me it was a video game, how would I know that? Oh, yeah. And that's my only exposure to it. I mean, other people obviously knew it before that, but I didn't. uh, You know, I I don't know. I don't know anything. Mm -hmm.
for a geek podcast we're the fellowship of the geeks we talk about comics movies tv books games pretty much whatever gets our attention and our attention is kind of all over the place and full disclosure we get a little ranty at times well a lot of times pretty much all the time but anyway come check out the fellowship of the geeks podcast you can find us wherever you normally get your podcasts Speaking of things that are, but speaking of things that are good, let's let's uh, let's let's introduce the people to what our new our new uh, segment thing is. Yeah, yes. We well we, we we have a name for it. Do we do we want to say the name in unison or anything? We haven't really planned this. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. We, uh, uh, do we want? Do we want to try? We want to do it? a one, two, three. Is that what we want? That's kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. One, two. Three. What's bitching? So yeah, so uh, the idea is what we're going to let we're gonna tell each other what we think is bitching. Like what's what's something that that's making us smile, that's making us happy, that's bringing us joy this week. I'll start since I'm already talking. Yeah. And since you're having sinus problems, um, so th- what I'm gonna tell y'all about this week is um. This is just a, a little something that's just bringing me, it's been bringing me a lot of joy lately. And that is, speaking of Taika Waititi, actually, um, there is an account on Instagram called Gonzo versus Taika. It's Gonzo underscore VS underscore Taika. Oh, okay. And uh, this woman is, uh, she... I, I don't know how it started in her brain, but it is utter brilliance. Like one day, I don't know if she saw a picture of Gonzo from the Muppets and thought, I've seen a picture of Taika Waititi that looks just like that, or if it was the other way around. But every day she posts a picture. She posts a pairing of pictures of Gonzo from the Muppets. And Taika Waititi that are giving the like the exact same energy. Like either they're wearing almost identical outfits and making the same facial expressions or standing in the same pose or sometimes all of that. Sometimes, now, is this like a Photoshop AI thing or are no, they finding no, 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 no. pictures that she, somehow mesh? No, these are existing pictures that are near perfect matches that are hilarious See, that's fucking awesome <laughs> they and some of them i just scream they're that's so perfect awesome and sometimes because you know how like gonzo like he has a girlfriend and it's a chicken and her name is camilla well taika is engaged to this singer named uh rita ora and she will have pictures of Taika with his fiance with Rita, and she will pair them of pictures with Gonzo with the chicken. Fabulous. I mean, they're so fucking funny. So uh, everyone, everyone within the sound of my voice, go follow Gonzo versus Taika on Instagram. That's it fabulous. You, it will bring you so much joy. <laughs> oh, it sounds wonderful. Yeah. And on Fridays, on Fridays, uh, she will, uh, she will thrill you with pictures of uh, Reese Darby, 
uh, paired with pictures of Fozzie Bear, just just to change things up. A well, bit. there we go, and that sounds awesome. Which too. is also a, a weirdly perfect pairing, which you don't realize until you see the pictures, and then you go, "Oh my god, he is Fozzie Bear!" Oh my god, ah, it's just great. it's adorable, absolutely <laughs> adorable. So that's that's mine. That's that's, that's my little, fabulous. Happy, little nugget of happiness this week. What's yours? Yes, and mine is actually going to make me sound like a hypocrite because I was just saying, oh, I don't watch anything. And you know I normally don't, right? But, no, because when you turn on your Xbox, it's to play Skyrim. Yes. But I have, for the last month, been absolutely living for Tulsa King with Sylvester Stallone. Really? That actually surprises me. On Paramount. You know, it's on Paramount. Yeah. I should say it was on Paramount. Now it's only on Paramount Plus for the new ones. Right. Oh, my God. Well, you know, I love anything Mafia. Right. This show is so good. Like, legitimately good or stupid good? No, it's really good. And it's like... It's serious, it's drama, but it's also really, really funny. And it's like, I I, I tend, you know how I hate comedy, right? Right. And I really tend to shy away from things that are like dramedy. And I think technically this is dramedy, which I don't really like because I never understand it. But like this, you think I totally intentionally get. trying to be funny. You, or you I think, think it's just so. Funny? It's okay. so outrageous. I think so. Okay. Okay. But it's good, and it's like I never thought in a million years that I'd be watching something that starred Stallone. No shit. No. That shit. I would be like sympathetic to and really, really liking this character. Oh, my God. And Stallone playing this character. Now, is he the mob guy? Or is he he like is cop? the lead character. He is Dwight, the lead character. And he's ex- a mob guy. Ex- yeah, mob guy just got out of jail for serving a 25-year sentence, trying okay. to get his life back together. But they've pulled him back in? It, it, well, <laughs> kind of, sort of, not really kind of, sort of. He doesn't know how to do anything else, right? Oh, that makes sense. It is. He's trying to go legit. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, I, I just got to say, it's funny. It's fabulous. It's like this moronic mob guy who is completely out of touch with the modern world, trying to navigate in the modern world. Okay. It is just, it's delightful. It's wonderful. It's funny. And I mean, you know, Stallone is sort of like horrible because it's like he just murdered somebody last episode. But of course, I was like cheering when he murdered this guy because he was an asshole, right? But. Well, sure. It's. You're like, shoot him again. uh, Yeah. No, it's just, it's, it's been a joy to me. It's completely (laughs) fabulous. That's awesome. Okay. So yeah, Tulsa King. Tulsa King. On Paramount Plus starring Stallone. Who would have known? God. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected that at all. No. Yeah? Yeah, You and and my sister. 
Because you, you know, know she's very into the story. And you know, I've always thought that man was ugly as sin, but somehow as a gangster, he's kind of hot. I was going to say, you're going to be all into him now, aren't you? He's not as hot as De Niro in Casino. <laughs> and I just got to throw that out there. Because who is, right? Because nothing's hotter than De Niro in Casino. De Niro uh, is even hot as fat old Capone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that is this week's, or this episode's, What's Bitchin'? What's Bitchin'? Alright. So while we were away, um, although I don't remember exactly what happened when, but some weird shit came down regarding like cryptocurrency shit. And, you know, it's been it's something that's been in the back of my mind that I wanted to talk about because it's so fucking stupid and it just feels like this is a good time. I mean, shit, by the time this episode comes out, it, it will have been like a month or something since all this shit crashed yeah, and yeah. whatever. But the thing is that, you know, we're talking about it because we feel like it. But, I mean, ugh, I don't even, I don't even know where to start. I mean, so basically, like, the guy who started that FTX thing, which I didn't even know what it was, but he was just one of these big crypto billionaire assholes got arrested in the Bahamas. And oh my God, I found out that just a couple of days ago, as of this recording, they, they released him on $250 million bond. Oh my God. For house arrest to, to as long as he lives with his parents, uh, they they he has he has to be under house arrest at his parents' house. Now this is the guy. What's his name with like the black curly hair, right? Yes, Sam okay. Bankman Freed, or yes. as people call him SBF. And I remember I when I first reading about uh, that, I was excited because I was like, "Ooh, tech guy gets arrested. I bet he's hot." No. Oh, he's not hot. No. He's he's like John Nathan Turner not hot. He is so not hot. No. Anyway. He's he's so exactly what you would expect a cryptocurrency guy to look like. Oh yeah. Yeah, very disappointing. <laughs> and and then like all of all of that tied up with all of that, you know, all the NFT shit and just all of that shit. Every and and it's like so like cryptocurrencies, their values are crashing all over the place, and people are losing money. And all I have to say is, wah wah wah. I don't fucking care. All of that money was imaginary to begin with. None of you people actually had any of this money. You yeah. thought you had. It was all pretend. Nobody had any money. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, and I've never understood because I remember I asked Darren one time. I don't understand what is this crypto stuff. Like, what is Bitcoin? What is this shit? I just don't get it. And I remember Darren tried to explain it to me. And I still didn't understand it. I mean, I can... I actually... I I, I just don't understand it. 
I looked something up because I was trying to remember how long ago it's been since I first heard about it. And the 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 closest touchstone I could get um the only the the one thing I could I could specifically remember and I know that when this happened I had already heard of Bitcoin but I didn't know much about it. Well, yeah. But but I can but I can say that in November of 2017 there was an episode of the Big Bang Theory. Okay. In which the characters, the the main guys yeah. were talking about how 7 years earlier, so that would have been 2010, they were talking about that they had set up Howard's laptop to mine Bitcoin. So they had like basically created some subroutine to run equations to mine Bitcoin to basically create, you know, just run numbers in yeah. the background of his laptop and their theory that year, like that all of a sudden they just remembered that, oh my God, that was seven years ago we did that. I each one of those bitcoins would be worth five thousand dollars today. We have to go find Howard's yeah. laptop. And I remember thinking, that's the stupidest thing I've ever. But I still heard. don't understand because it's not real. Because it's not real. And I and the thing is, money is already an abstract concept. Yeah. Because it all it is is just an agreed upon. Thing that this abstract dollar, this pe- this rectangular piece of paper has a value yeah. that we all agree upon, and then ten of them is worth this, and a hundred of them is worth this, and it's just this agreed upon concept, and it's all very abstract. And at least when you talk about like trade, like when you say, okay, well, I'll give you a hundred chickens for your cow. At least yeah. there's a, a value concept you can understand. But when it gets into money, it becomes totally abstract. When you get into things like cryptocurrency, it's like, and it's completely unregulated and has, at least money is based on an agreed upon worldwide standard. And I mean, I always thought cryptocurrency was just some weird thing for Drug dealers and pedophiles. Well, I mean, it's basically... That's what I thought... I mean, seriously, that's what I thought it was. Is that really not what it is? I mean... Because that's what I thought. It's unregulated money. Yeah. So if it's unregulated money, that means it's not part of any government-regulated system. Which means this thing that was already abstract in the first place... Now we're taking that idea and we're separating it from that. So it's like now it exists even less. Yeah. But yeah. But but it's worth this amount of that money because I say it does? That's that doesn't that's not real. It's kind of like when people were saying, "Oh, this beanie baby is worth $800." So people Says like Says who? Put money into crypto, and then somehow those coins were worth something. I honestly don't so know if anyone ever the, put real money into crypto. The perverts could buy, could use their Bitcoin to not trace the kitty porn they're buying, 
or to not buy or to buy illegal guns. I honestly don't. I, know I don't if, understand it. I don't understand it. I don't it. know. I honestly don't know if real money ever went into cryptocurrency to begin with. I really, truly do not know because of things like mining Bitcoin. If if you could if you could run a program on your computer, typey typey typey, and then Bitcoins would just appear out of nowhere. Why would you spend money when you could make them yourself by doing nothing? Oh, I don't if understand. If you could just generate them yourself out of nothing. So why so if that's where Bitcoin comes from because you're quote mining it. I mean, so so really the but the these people who say I just lost $100,000, it's like did you though? Or did you decide you had a hundred thousand dollars based on something completely imaginary and made yeah, up? Yeah, or did they put and now money? You just, and now you decided it's not there anymore and now you're yeah. sad. Or but did they I thought people put money into this thing. I, I, I don't know. But let's but let's say I invested a thousand dollars and then it got it grew into fifty thousand dollars. I didn't, and I lost it. I didn't lose $50,000. I lost $1,000 because that $50,000 never fucking existed. Yeah. Oh, I don't, you know, and it's I weird mean, because. Even if I did put money into it, I didn't, I didn't have anything because it never existed to begin with. Oh, uh, you know, it's really weird. I have no idea what this means. No clue at all what it means. One of the gas stations by my house, the ATM, mm -hmm. is a Bitcoin ATM. Oh, I believe that. You live in techie land. I, what does it mean? I Do mean, I not get money from it from my bank account? Like, what is it? If you want to exchange money for Bitcoin. Oh, so then I, I have, so I can buy my illegal guns or my illegal drugs online using Bitcoin if I use my ATM card. I mean, there chain. are. I mean, because isn't well, that what it's for? I mean, there are things that, you know, Bitcoin, like, for example, if you wanted to spend $99 to buy one of those stupid Trump trading cards, oh. you, you could do that using using cryptocurrency from your online wallet and then or you could or you could do uh what no i'm sorry it wasn't not it wasn't 99 dollars. it was i'm forgetting the exact amount of money it was but like you could buy see now i'm forgetting no because no, i remember the trump cards were 99 dollars each they were 99 dollars, but and you could buy a hundred of them it, you could only, uh, every individual could only buy a hundred, like every address or every individual could only buy a hundred. And, and the reason for that is because that means that you would be spending $9,900. And if you, 
if you spent, if, if $10,000 was transferring from you to him, that money would have to be, that transfer would have to be reported. Oh. So if he gets a whole bunch of transfers of $9,900, he makes almost the same amount of money, but none of those transfers have to be reported to anybody. There's so many things about it. Like, there's there's all these people. Like, the second that, that shit came out, people started looking at doing the math and realizing... Oh, this is this is so clearly a money laundering scheme. Oh God, yeah. And especially if so, if so much of it is being done in cryptocurrency, which the fact that it was an NFT, which is automatically an NFT, is supposed to be a sing like only one of these exists. Yeah. Except you're selling forty thousand of them. Yeah. Then it's not an NFT. It's like what? What the? F- it's like oh, he's so stupid. But actually, no. The people who keep sending him money are stupid. That even if, like, Mama and Papa aren't the ones doing this, it's still, like, who are these idiots that keep giving this allegedly rich guy money? Yeah, because that's the whole thing. It's one thing, it, like, infused me. It's like, okay, so, like, you're paying for a digital trading card, basically, right? But but because it's like old baseball cards, it's not like you're buying one. It's like you're buying a pack of gum, and then you open yeah. it to see which one you but got. But it's going to be a picture on your computer. Right. You can get all those images online and save them as JPEGs, and you still have them, so why pay for them? Because that's not the same. Uh, oh, my God. I know. I just don't get it. Because, because, you, didn't, because you didn't support... Your your uh, god, your your god, the hot, the the grand poobah. I mean, I guess it's the difference between you know buying the record or having you know your best friend make you a cassette copy of the record. I guess it's that, right? But Do you want to support your the great artist? Picture. Or I mean, just oh my god, I just don't understand. But the funniest thing about those pictures is that. You know, he's he's talking about, oh, it's all these images that, you know, depict scenes from my life. Except oh, that what please. they did was they photoshopped his stupid head onto the bodies of people doing shit he's never done. Oh, yeah. And it's just like... Like riding a fucking horse or going to yeah, space. Yeah, and it's like clothing ads <laughs> and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so... They're so dumb. It's my favorite so dumb. one, though, is like... NASCAR. There's one of him in, like, some... Really faggy black suit with big white lapels. I don't think I've seen that one. And I was just like, that is totally something a 19-year-old J-pop star would wear. Not Donald Trump. Not Donald Trump. Yeah, he, I mean, it's, if it's not a big blue ill-fitting... Baggy and ass. I just, Ugh. oh my god. Anyway, I was fa- I was fascinated. I'm not gonna lie, I was fascinated. But I found out today because I was, um, because he, because not only is it just such clear money laundering, but apparently the um the addresses connected to it, it's like there's an address that's connected to like a shopping center somewhere in like Idaho or something I don't I don't remember but it's not even like a 
like a storefront in that shopping center. It's a P.O. box in that shopping center. And then the only other physical address that's connected to it is literally a house in like Wyoming. Uh. But that house in Wyoming is the physical address of like hundreds of businesses that have all been dinged with like major, major fraud. Like, well, yeah, because it's like it's a big organized crime scheme. Yes, you know. everything he does is huge organized crime. I mean, like, I just, oh, I just, it's, it's getting so close. I can almost taste it. Like, I want, I want to see him in handcuffs so fucking bad. Like, just, just, oh, I just. I hope it happens. I really doubt it will, but I hope so. I just, it, it just. I hope so. I mean, you know, his his tax returns being released is 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 a is a sweet sweet thing for me, but but I, I but I am pretty sick of everyone being like like, well, how come the IRS didn't do so? It's like the IRS we we don't get to just do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, yeah. We have bosses, you know. He he put in a Treasury Secretary and an IRS commissioner that were his stooges, you know. We don't just, we can't just rand, we can't just say, all right, I'm going to audit Donald Trump, type, type, type. We don't get to do that. That's not how shit works. We do the assignment that's in front of us. We don't have, I don't audit anybody. That's just to be clear. I don't, I've never, I can't do math. But anyway, but cryptocurrency, it's stupid. You're stupid if you oh, thought it was so real money. Stupid. It's stupid. It's so stupid. It's all stupid. Real money is fucked up enough. Why would you make it worse? Yeah. I'm, it's, I'm, I, I hope know, they all I'm, go to yeah. jail. It's stupid. It's just, anyway. It's stupid. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. SBF. That is, that is just... You you know he he's like everyone needs to call me SBF so I'll I sound cool. So, oh god. SBF. God damn it. So <laughs> I I have one little thing that I wanted to bring up because I mean I mean honestly if if you're listening to this right now and you didn't listen to our Christmas episode, first of all, what's wrong with you? Um <laughs> Because our Christmas episode had the delightful two-part Year of the Saints finale, and it was about St. Nicholas, and the second part of it was about a guy who shit himself to death. (laughs) Right after St. Nicholas slapped him across the face. (laughs) And, And the thing is, and the reason why I'm bringing that up is because while I was double checking to make sure that the guy named Arius that St. Nicholas slapped the fuck out of um, was the same guy that I had read about who died of extreme gastrointestinal distress. While I was double checking and looking up that guy, um, I came across an article called Top 10 Bizarre and Nauseating Cases of Untimely Diarrhea. <laughs> and you, you, can't, you can't see a headline like that without checking it out now, oh god of, these, of course not some of these not worth talking about i mean they're kind of amusing but not worth talking about today but i do have but number two on the list was about the death of arius i mean i mean honestly just google the death of arius everyone i mean you'll see works of art depicting 
Aerith's laying on the ground in a pool of his own feces. It's fantastic. But I, but I did, um, I did want to talk about some of the cases in this top 10 list. Uh, just a few that, that I thought were particularly amusing. And I, just very quickly, uh, number six on the list is titled here, Vandalism or Incontinence. Uh, I just I just knew that Pitney would love this. Now, this one I knew that Pitney would like because I think it would remind him of work. In 2013, Ronald Strong, 50, appealed his one-week jail sentence from a main district court after feeling, being found guilty of creating a hazard and willfully damaging federal property. According to testimony provided by the custodian who discovered the mess, Strong had badly soiled a courthouse bathroom, leaving 75% of the floor covered in feces and fecal matter smeared 0.6 meters or two feet up the walls. Oh my God. Strong, who had adamantly denied any intentional wrongdoing, claimed he was simply the victim of an adverse side effect of heart medication. Wow. Yeah, but what the fuck? That's a lot of poop. Putting like a fire hose in his ass or something? I mean, come on. And this is my favorite. According to Strong, I don't know if you've ever spilled spaghetti sauce and there's meat. You're trying to get it up as quick as you can. It's unclear as to how Strong intended for that delightful description to help his case. But yeah, so... Because I know that sometimes uh, there's a there is a public restroom where you work, and sometimes there is uh, fecal matter. Oh, yeah. There's been okay. So it's been a thing in the last week and a half at at my beautiful store. Yes. Well, one okay. We have you know we have a big homeless camp across the street from us. Right. And a lot of those people, you know, they come in and use the bathroom and they bathe in the sand. It's really unfortunate and oftentimes it's gross, but it, it is what it is, right? And it, right. there's nothing we can do about it. You're probably one of the only places they can go. But there's yeah. some really fucking gross things that happen. I'm going to tell you just like two examples. I'm going to tell you like last week, right? Okay. But like literally one time I went into the bathroom to take a piss. And somebody had taken a big, messy, moist dump in the urinal. How? How do you position yourself? They just pulled down their pants. I guess they just couldn't wait and just, just like... squatted? Yeah. Now, is this a urinal that sits on the floor? No. Oh, it's a high one. Yeah. God. Wow. So... So last week, and this isn't what I was going to tell you about, but so last week, a couple days ago, no, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve. Oh, God. Went in there to take a, you know, to take a leak on the floor, one of the stalls, and we're talking huge. Like, not dog size, but huge. Right. Huge fucking Like a, a full bowel, uh, like. On the fucking floor. In the stall. Like next to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> like he was squatting on the toilet, shitting on the floor. No, it was obviously a purposely on the floor. There's no way he could have possibly been on the toilet. It was like in front of the toilet by like a foot. Oh. So this was a deliberate act. So I remember, so I went to the manager 
And there were, you know, it was Christmas Eve, whole bunch of customers around. Oh, God. And I kind of whispered in her ear, it's like, you just need to know, you need to call Keith, because somebody took a big dump on the floor in the men's room, and it's really disgusting. And she was like, oh, my God, again? <laughs> I didn't know that. And I was like, yeah, apparently. Wow. You know, sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but she was just like, oh, anyway. So, but then, two <laughs> days before that, I was running around the store, and you know, when I, because you know, I shop yeah. to do orders, and there's oftentimes, especially in the clothing department, I can't find shit. Right. So, I always go to the people that actually work in the clothing department, and I'm like, you know, I can't find this sweater. Like, where the fuck is it, right? Right. So, going up to the fitting room... And this fabulous woman, Leanne, is like, don't come close. Oh, it's no. really gross. And I'm like, what is going on? And she's like, somebody just had diarrhea all over one of the fitting rooms. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God, how horrible. Oh, no. You know, thinking it was like an accident, whatever. Right. And she said, no, this is the third time this week. Oh, God. So, apparently, it's a thing. Wow. It's a thing. Oh, that's horrifying. Oh, my God. So, apparently, there's some people that really like to have bowel movements in... In places where they're not supposed to. In the fitting rooms of certain big box stores, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> well, we are gonna... We are gonna hear about some poop where poop shouldn't be, definitely. Moving on to number five on the countdown. <laughs> uh, you may remember the old poop cruise. Do you recall uh, a carnival a carnival ship... Back in 2013, where power outages, engine fires, and a ship that was just floating adrift in the Gulf of Mexico as no. passengers were getting s sick and, like, it was hard to find a working toilet and, like, uh, a cruise ship filled with people. No. Engine fire had left the vessel floating adrift in the Gulf of Mexico. It's 4,200 passengers endured a shortage of food and water, no power, and overflowing toilets. <laughs> One passenger testified during a civil lawsuit that her injuries were not physical but psychological. She described how she would slip and slide while walking through dark hallways filled with water and feces and urine and no telling what else for days on end. Now, the thing about this is um, I just I mainly want to mention that two friends of mine were on that ship, the the cruise, right before, oh. right before the one where the ship broke down. So they were on the previous outing of that exact ship, right before this happened. They oh. they went on a lovely cruise, came home, were recounting tales of their ship of their wonderful vacation, and then the news was like, "Say what now?" And they're oh. like, that is literally the boat we were just on. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. They're like, 
horrified. <laughs> like that so could have fantasies been of people them. being desperate and taking big, like big diarrheal dumps, like in the ice machine on top of all the ice. Absolutely horrifying. <laughs> Absolutely horrifying. But God, just imagine, I mean, like, and it's like, it's already bad enough, but like on a cruise ship, it's very common for like, you know, things like norovirus to break out. Well, on yeah. But it, on things like that, where there's like the sanitation is bad and then someone's sick and now like I would just be locked in my cabin and I'd be like refusing to leave. At least oh, yeah. I, at least I would only be in there with my own shit. Yeah. You know, hanging my head out the porthole or whatever. You don't have breathe. diarrhea in the ice bucket. Well, you know, and just dumping it out the door, just dumping it out <laughs> into the ocean, just going off the side, you know? I mean, I yeah. At least, at least I would only be dealing with my own <laughs> fluids, you know. I just really don't. Although I would be so afraid, like going over the side of my own balcony, that like whoever's in the balcony above me, I'd be that'd be horrifying. But anyway, on to number three. I'm skipping around because I only I only want to do the highlights. Yeah, uh, apparently, yeah, yeah. in Norway. This this isn't a, this isn't really about diarrhea, but it's it, but it is poop related. There was a for over ten years, someone has been pooping in the holes of of a golf course in Norway. Like they they do not know who's doing this. Wow! But there's just he has some favorite holes on this golf course. And they can, and there are tire tracks found at the scene that indicates that he rides a bicycle to get from hole to hole. That's fabulous. And, and uh, the perpetrator is believed to be a man because the poos are too massive to be from a woman. They haven't uh, met me. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's like you, just, you just don't know how. how that's really crazy though, because you have to be able to like squat in like. Aim your asshole perfectly for a golf hole. Yeah, they're not big. You gotta wow, run. that's fabulous. Go on. They, after officials installed floodlights on the course, the dedicated wacko dismantled them, allowing for a tranquil environment in which to do his business. Oh my god, that's so fabulous. The man's motives are unclear. And it's even more uncertain if justice will ever be served in this decade-long Norwegian mystery. I love that one so much. There needs to be a music video based on that story. Oh, my God. Now, this one, this is the number one. Now, number two on the list, appropriately, was the death of Arius. And number one on the list, um, I am actually, they had a link to a New York Daily News article. And Mm. I'm going to uh, read things from that because the New York Daily News really likes to... um, they they love puns and they love. Yeah, oh my god, I'm I'm, I'm I may not be able to handle it, huh? <laughs> uh, it's a it's about a guy, about a homeless guy who was like throwing poop at people, and so I'm just gonna jump I'm just gonna jump down to where the where the writing in the article gets really funny. So and of course there there was some like um like close like some some security video in one place 
where he threw where he p- threw poop in this woman's face, and they showed him the video, and he goes, "Yeah, that's me." You know, he's like really so. <laughs> that's how I roll. <laughs> yeah, sure, that's me. So um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start here. Oh, I will say this: uh, the New York Daily News, uh, the the cover, the big giant headline, diarrhea of a madman, <laughs> vile poop attack spree on the Upper East Side. Two women hit, suspects still on the runs. See, this, is, this is why I'm reading the Daily News. <laughs> oh, how fabulous. He's really borderline delirious. Bad body odor, talks to himself, keeps to himself. Those feces he threw was probably his own. He's an outcast kind of dude. Uh, the Upper East Side residents had been on edge after the sicko hurled excrement at two women in a span of four hours on Monday. The first attack came at about 2.30 p.m. when the suspect tossed poop in the face and mouth of a 33-year-old woman walking on East 91st Street near Madison Avenue. He then threw feces at a witness, Cup said. <laughs> I know this is your favorite thing. I mean, it's so funny, but oh my but god, it's, it's amazing! Funny. It's amazing. Just before six fifteen p.m., surveillance video captured him sneaking up behind a woman on East Seventy Fourth Street near First Avenue, grabbing her rear and forcing a bag of waste down her shorts. The gloved sicko shoved the woman off the sidewalk, then pulled off his gloves and scampered away from the scene. And there was some security video of that. <laughs> Mayor de Blasio said random poop attacks have no place in New York City. We're not going to allow these kinds of things to happen in our city. I'm I'm so glad that they that they got the mayor to to chime in on this because it's like what's what's the mayor gonna say? And I mean, I know it's terrible, it's disgusting, it's unhealthy, and but it's so funny. And, and apparently uh, the people at the homeless shelter where the guy had been staying and where he eventually got arrested were saying, I bet he was the guy who smeared poop all over the bathroom. But what's really funny was that was what, um, when, when they arrested him and they were asking him, you know, when they were asking him, like, you know, why'd you do it? He said, God did it. And then he also, when they asked him again, no, he said, why the filth? It's a Farrakhan thing. It's like, really, you're going to blame Louis Farrakhan for this? But anyway, it's just, uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I, I knew you would love that one. Oh my God, that is utterly bad, and it's just terrible for the people that experience it. Of course, it is. It. All of these are terrible. But, but it's so funny. Not, it doesn't mean they're not funny. <laughs> and of course, if anyone wants to hear more poop stories, they can go back to our four-hour-long um, New Year's special on on uh, YouTube from years ago. And, um, well, there's, there's timestamps in the, in the, in the, in the description section. And you can, uh, find where we told poop stories. Cause we had some poop stories, some office related poop <laughs> stories there too. There was, you know, say, we... I will give, I will give $500 in cash to anybody that sends us a verifiable video of them pooping, in an ice bucket in public. Is this going to be like the new ice bucket challenge? <laughs> Poop in I'll an ice bucket for charity. $500. Oh my lord. $500 to the to the <laughs> Oh my god. 
Why why an ice bucket exactly? Does it need to be a hotel <laughs> ice bucket? It's just so funny to me. And yes, it has to be a hotel ice Host, bucket. Hotel ice bucket. <laughs> Extra credit if it's a Howard if it's a vintage yes. Howard Johnson's. Preferably during a science fiction con. <laughs> well, that would be hard to prove. They just don't make cool ice buckets like they used to. They're no. not they're not easily identifiable as hotel ice buckets. Well, I guess remember you used to have like the fake leather with the white plat. You know, yeah, they were always in with, that with round. the little yeah, but but like or the ones that were and plastic, then with the ball on the embossed. top for the handle with the yeah. But like the cute, like the cute plastic ones that were like embossed with like the logo of the hotel on the side in like a metallic. Oh yes, like oh, yeah, you know, yeah, Holiday yeah, yeah. Inn and and Howard Johnson's yeah. and stuff. Oh my God. Now, now I want to collect vintage hotel yes. ice buckets because I need one more thing to obsessively collect. Yes. And speaking of hotels, anybody that writes me and tells me that they can accurately identify what the Munzee is, <laughs> I will send you a free Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Oh, God. <laughs> now that they have to be a hardcore fan to go way back. And the Munzee is is not the name of a hotel, so you really have yeah. to really know what you're talking about. So if you know what the Munzee is, Munzee. I'll send you a free Bitch and Boutique sticker. How's that? Pitney. Pitney. And I'll autograph it. I'll autograph it. Oh, my. <laughs> my it's, the Munzee. it's a Munzee. It's a Munzee. <gasps> it's a Monday. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate and review us wherever you listen. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone, Everyone loves stickers. Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. That said, we're so glad to be back. It was weird. It was weird not recording episodes yes. for two weeks. But we're you dead. know, and yes, and Happy New Year. You're getting this late, but this is our New Year's episode. So this is what you got. So Happy New Year. Yes. And let's, uh, let's, let's make it a good one. Everybody chill out. Not, knocking, and watch Tulsa, knocking and watch Tulsa King. And go follow Gonzo versus Taika. Yeah. <laughs> knocking all the wood. This year is going to be better than last year because it can hardly be worse. Knocking all the wood. Knock, <laughs> knocking all the wood. <laughs>